Previously, on the Adventure Zone Ethersea, you see the Coriolis, and it is upside down. And the cargo bay has, like, fully flooded. You see Jimbo Clyde standing next to the bull-headed hunter with the axe. This jungle-like compartment is is starting to fill up with water. Miss Greet, you will need to move or we will have to move you. Well, I got a great hunt planned for you. It's the most dangerous game. Me! And then I run away with the Oroch. You help get these animals that you don't care about off the stations that you don't care about. And the next time we have the opportunity to destroy one of your uh, enterprises, we'll let that one slide. The ecology of this planet has been completely obliterated. Devo, there's a better world waiting for us. Do you know how it got to be like that? Because of assholes like you who focused on better and the next thing. Moments later, you hear the sound of branches snapping and then Devo comes crashing in through the ceiling, thudding to the floor with a terrible thunk. And swimming at you, its many rows of teeth bared, is another blink shark. He can't speak with animals. It swims towards you and very gently closes its jaws around you and blinks. And you both disappear. It is I, Captain Vegetable, with my carrots and my celery. Oh my gosh. Eating crunchy vegetables is good for me. Yeah. Good for you, so eat them. Keep going. Are you being, are you being held at knife point? I'm to being do this held at fucking flavor point by this carrot. Crunch twice if you are in danger. Uh, how yeah. about, how do I crunch three times from my body's got all the C that it needs from this incredible carrot? Now, yeah. I seem to remember that the rest of Cabin Vegetable was him going to kids who like like spaghetti and stuff and then being like, I only eat vegetables. And then the kid being like, that's not a great idea, Captain Vegetable. You shouldn't just eat vegetables. And yeah, that was sort of... Betty. That was Betty who loves spaghetti. No, I'm sorry, Daddy. That was Eddie who loves Eddie. spaghetti. I have no idea. I love spaghetti. spaghetti. Hey, okay, guys, we need to get, so let's focus up. You're gonna crunch. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> you are. No, I just said, I want to focus so up on the incredible us. power of carrots. Here Nutritious, you bet. Yeah, Here comes the crunch. I just feel like this is the thing, guys. On this, on just on tap, like my brand is obviously in <laughs> utter disarray at all times. Right, right. But like right. even on Taz, like I've made, like I, I talked a lot about like French onion soup and a lot of like mm. I just want to be a good role model. 
And I feel like kids look up to Ambergris, they look up to Taco, they look up to yeah. to all my great characters, and like I feel like they should be like good role models. I don't think that's that's like wild. I yeah, do. I, and we've all been waiting for you to like choose your cause, and yeah. I think beta carotene deficiency is <laughs> a noble one. Okay, hey Devo and. Amber, go ahead and roll for initiative, please. Wow, just jumping right into it. After usually, well, I wouldn't say that that's jumping right into it. Nothing yeah, we, about yeah, what we spent happened. quite a bit no. talking about vegetables. You spent about two minutes singing a song referencing something I don't know, which is rare that there's like a cultural reference that you three pull that I don't. I had, but I was like having a fever dream. What really? You were, were you, you, were you loving it? It's a Sesame Street thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he didn't watch still... Sesame Street. That was. I don't know. What? He's still around. Um, Griffin just wait, Dad. Are you saying Griffin just didn't watch Sesame Street? No, he didn't watch Sesame Street. No, nah, I was more of a an Allegra's window it, or yeah. uh, Eureka's castle. Yeah. The Allegra. Um, they brought back uh, Captain Vegetable as played by John Leguizamo. True story. I do like I do like that. If I could get that initiative role. Oh, 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 oh I am so sorry. This is that rude. Would be so true. I am being rude. <laughs> hey, uh, let me be the first to say. That I am the one responsible. That's a twenty. Got it. Oh! Mine, mine was a twelve. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that uh, I got a very high initiative roll because I'm very dialed into what's been happening and I'm ready uh-huh. to make the first move. <laughs> well, here to paint the to paint the picture with a nat twenty initiative roll, you are facing off against these two hunters. You have Clyde. Uh, who is holding this big harpoon gun crossbow trying to finish off this wounded polar bear in this little hutch that you all find yourselves in. It's muddy. It's it's at an increasingly rakish angle inside of here. You got some scared, trapped animals. You got a, a, a surly serval. You got a couple of ostrich-looking dealies. You got the wounded polar bear, and you got a couple of uh, aurochs, one of which you are... I don't know if you're still a str- are you still a strident? I okay, I'm really torn <laughs> because I feel like Amber the person would stay on the Oroch. No, okay, you know what? I've just rethought it. She's not going to be able to do much from up here. Okay. So she right, so yeah, she's got to dismount. Okay, so you're not you are not on the Oroch. That's not your uh, a component of your turn. So that's that's the scene and then you just hear like it would have been Devo. suit to lore, Griffin. Uh, that's fine. As uh, Devo just comes crashing down uh, and making a, a Devo-shaped imprint in the mud. Devo, actually, you're going to take a little bit of fall damage. Yeah, you're going to take 10 points of crushing damage as you fall uh, down into this thing. I, I, it should have been more, but the branches you know, broke your fall, but not completely. Uh, with a nat 20 initiative roll, doesn't phase you. This 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 plummeting Frenchman into your uh into your zone here, uh, and now you have two angry looking hunters and uh, some angry looking animals. What do you do? Hmm. If I were to like, what is my immediate impression of the state of the animals currently? The polar bear's in bad shape. Yes. The polar bear has been recently harpooned, uh, and it is sort of like struggling to stay on its feet. Um, most of the animals are kind of cowered in the corner. The serval is sort of like striking a, a defensive pose in front of the ostriches and uh, the other auroch, uh, while the auroch you are riding is sort of like standing at your side. Your, tr- your trusty steed at this point. Who loves carrots? Probably. And there's bull, uh, the, do we know the bull man's name? 
You do not, but we can call him Bull Man. Yeah, I want to. I want to take this opportunity. Yeah. To um, try to. You also have a harpoon. Yes. Are they uh, okay? Last question before I act. Yeah. How threatening are they? Are they like? I mean, obviously they're a little surprised from the turn of events, but like, do I get the vibe that because we roll initiative, like we are going to fight? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Thank you. That's all I needed. Yeah. I mean, Clyde has been the more cool headed of the two of them, but he just got gored and now he is, he is, uh, no pun intended, seeing red. Um, All right. I'm going to try to bury the harpoon in Bowman's throat. Wow. Okay. Does he have an exposed? I figured he was exposed. Yeah. I mean, that's not usually, I think, a D&D consideration is like throat meat vulnerability. It um, should but be, I, though. Hey, yeah, version be. six. Huh? You version listening? six. Target whatever meat you want to target. Uh, Justin activates his VAT system. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically a sharp quarter staff. So we can say that you are, uh, <laughs> you, you are, uh, Proficient in this weapon, uh, so roll a uh, d20 roll with. Uh, wait, what weapons do you have? Do you have the quarterstaff in your? You in don't. The, like, the list? No, I don't. I just have. My I mean, you can equip strikes. it. Really? Okay. Oh, that's it's so cool. It is very cool. It's really cool. Okay. Uh, I want to do attack with this, and I got a nineteen. Yeah, 20, that plus will. five twenty-four. That will hit. Uh, roll, roll that one d eight plus two uh, damage. Since I'm assuming you're using both hands with this, five damage. Uh, okay, are you throwing it or jabbing it? Jabbing. Okay. Yeah. I mean that that's a good that's a good hit. Uh, you it, it it glances off of his meaty neck, but you you definitely hear some uh, the the sound of success. Uh, as he roars gutturally uh, and takes a step back. Uh, anything else you want to do? You didn't really move. Oh, and also, I mean, also you get to—you have so many things. I forgot you are a monk, so you have an extra attack, and a, you can make an unarmed strike now as part of your first attack. Uh, you know what? I'm ac- what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to use a bonus action okay. to pop out my um, uh, arms. Because he's close okay. to me, so he'll have to. Uh, They'll both have to. I mean, they're both within uh, distance of the yeah, uh, of effect arms. there. Um, uh, yes. So that is. Uh, they have to make a dex saving throw. Mm, yes, two, correct. Force damage. Okay. Uh, this one's for the bull. Uh, that's probably going to save. Uh, versus DC 14. Yeah, that just saves. This one's for Clyde. That was a 15, by the way. Yep, Clyde saves as well. They both take a step back, like, whoa, cool. Uh, but they are not uh, blown away by the force of your arms arriving. Okay. Um, and I think that's all I can do because I... I uh... Well, as when you take an attack action, you get to take two attacks. So you still have one attack pending. Well, it said as a... Wait, Flurry of Blows or... No, extra attack. You can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Okay, so I'm going to stab him again. Okay. Well, this time it's a 12. Uh, that is that is not sufficient. Yeah, I'm uh, That time, he, he you try to stab him in the exact wound that you got him in last time, and he sidesteps it like, really? 
Um, okay, and are you moving? Uh, you've brought that up twice now. It's just part of the turn. You don't. I'm not suggesting you're not standing on a landmine. No, I'm I'm, I want to stay. Uh, next Justin, <laughs> you are on a landmine. Oh no! I want to stay near my Orok. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, next up in the order, Roxy. By the way, Roxy. Cool. Uh, next up in the order is the barbarian, uh, who is going to take a, a step forward and uh, with with blood dripping out of his mask. He is going to rear his great axe way up high in the air and swing it down at you. That is a crit failure. Uh, that he is. He farts when he does it. <laughs> he to, a toot. A toot does come out, and then he looks kind of like sheepish, like, "Oh, did I do that?" And he misses a um, He is going to, uh, at, at, like, continuing his motion of this great axe strike. He is going to step forward into the middle of this hutch toward the rest of the animals in the back of the room. You do get to make uh, uh, a uh, attack of opportunity against him. Is this just a regular attack? Yeah. I mean, you can use whatever weapon you want. Seven. Ah, bummer. No, you just you just miss him as he does his sort of uh, Elden Ring dodge roll. Into the room. <laughs> uh, next up in the order is Devo. Devo, as you, you come to your senses and things are not great, uh, you are like buried in the mud up to your ears. Uh, well, I mean, face down. Uh, you you have splattered down into the mud, and it will take your move action just to rise from your grave. I do that, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Stand up. Um, okay. So I am clearly hurt. Uh, right. What is the state of uh, the aminals and uh, and amber? The only one that is like in real uh, Amber's fine. Amber's topped off. Okay. Uh, the polar bear is breathing real slow uh, and 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 looking really rough. The rest of the animals are in a you know various states of malnutrition, but they're otherwise okay. How close am I to the polar bear? A question I, Travis McRoy, have never said that calmly before. <laughs> I mean, this is a fairly intimate little battleground here, so you're 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 pretty close to it, maybe within uh, within ten feet. Okay, but I can't like touch it from where I'm standing. Um, no, okay. not from where you're standing. Um, let's see, what can I do? Um, as I've fallen, and are there any sticks nearby? Something I can pick up as a weapon? Uh, are there sticks nearby that you can pick up as a weapon? I mean, give me a give me a perception check. It's not hard to see. Just sticks. fucking answer him. Are there sticks or not? It's not hard to see sticks, Griffin. It's a fifteen. <laughs> Still, there's sticks there. It's yeah, not like sticks. I ever, Travis McRae, have been in the middle of a wooded area. I'm like, time to really focus and see if I can see a fucking stick on the ground. Uh, yeah, there's a stick on the ground. It's a short stick. I'm gonna say it's like a short club. Okay, I pick it up. Okay, and I'm gonna throw it at Clyde. Okay. Uh, I don't know if a, a club. I have a boomerang. Throwing. You see, okay. A boomerang um, is like a curved stick, Griffin. When you think about it, yeah, you can throw this stick at him. It's, it's going to be one d four damage. I don't know what your boomerang's at. One d four damage. That's a nat okay, twenty, perfect. though, baby. Wow. Okay. Nice. So we'll check this. Two d four. Yeah. Plus one. 
I do, I do that. Hold on. So that's uh, five points of damage. And as it hits him, oh, fuck. It really fucks with his brain that I hit him so hard. Because that's Psychic Blades, baby. Okay. Ooh. Remind me Psychic Blades? Uh, 3d6 when you hit someone uh, with, uh, with a weapon attack. It takes one of your bardic inspirations to do so. Do they have? Do they roll a save? No. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it just adds uh, another six to there, so that's eleven total. Uh, that I thwacked him with good. Yeah, okay, so he, you throw a stick at this dude, and for a second, like he regains his composure, and he's like, "Did you just hit me with a stick?" Ah! As he has a sort of like full, full blown panty over uh, these psychic blades. I like the idea that the, the, the damage is caused by him being so upset that someone hit him with a stick. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. no, I'm serious. I've never I, been hit by a stick before. This changes everything I've ever thought about myself. Me out. It's just a stick. My entire self image <laughs> is being undermined. I've always uh, been Clyde, the man who can't be hit by sticks. What am I now? Uh, what are you, uh, are you doing anything else? You still got your bonus action, I think? Uh, I don't think I have any, uh, bonus actions I could choose. Uh, oh, no, you know what? I totally can. Uh, I am going to say, like, Amber, you are not alone in this. I've got you. Let's fucking, I, they seem bad, right? So let's kill them. Give the oh, animals. Yeah, they're the, get wor- out. They're the yeah? worst. Worst. Let's Ugh. fucking do this. And, uh, use bark inspiration. Bowman especially. Ugh. Okay. Uh, okay, you have bardic inspiration that you can add to any ability check, attack, roll, or saving throw. That's a one d eight now, so that's yeah. uh, that's that's beefy. Uh, and just as a reminder, in- you can use it after the dice is rolled, but before Griffin has told you if it works or not. Yeah, so you don't have to decide if you want to use it before you roll. But you gotta go quick because I'm quick on the draw. That's true. If I see an eleven, I'm like, nope. I come at it really fast. Uh, okay, next up is the uh, is Clyde. Uh, Clyde, uh, he, like, cocks his, his, uh, crossbow thing that he's using, and it seems to, like, widen a little bit, and he puts, uh, another harpoon in it. Uh, Uh, so there are two harpoons in this that he's going to fire, uh, both at the same time at Devo, who just threw a stick at him and scared his brain. The first shot is, oh, wow, an eight. Nope, that's a miss. Nope. Second shot is, yeah, 20. Dirty yeah, 20. now that is a hit. Okay. And that's going to hit you for nine or 11 points. Of Sheesh. Okay. Uh, and I need you to make a DC 12 constitution saving throw. A DC 12 constitution saving throw. Okay. Yes. Oh, thank you. That is a 19 plus one, a dirty 20. That is sufficient. You are, uh, you feel poison, but then you flex. And you're like, get out of me. Get out of here, poison. And the poison gooshes out and doesn't stay in your body. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Do it again. Yeah, it comes right out poison, my pores because I detoxified Justin. The poison jizzes out. I don't know what you want me to say. The salvo of the harpoons that have just flown by him has uh, very much upset the auroch that you were standing next to. Uh, Amber, and he is going to charge at Clyde. Uh, and he is going to attempt to gore it. Yeah, that's a 24 uh, versus AC. Uh, and he is going to smash into him for, good Christ, uh, <laughs> 19 points of piercing damage. You're going to kill your own body. 
yeah, that was that was bas- that was very close to max damage. Uh, yeah, Clyde goes flying. Uh, Clyde is uh, down on his tuchus. The auroch comes to a stop, sort of outside of this clearing now, sort of blocking off exit uh, from the two bad- baddies. We'll take a break from that combat real quick to check in on Zooks. Zooks, hello, hi, welcome back. Hey, you. When you finish this blink, which is, um, yeah, uh, you used the blink bay, right, in the last adventure. It, mm-hmm. it feels basically exactly like that. It is loud and instantaneous, and when you arrive at your destination, you see the blink shark that teleported you kind of swim away a distance. Uh, and this this blink shark has two other associates here in this space and they are the only points of light in this chamber it is it is pitch black in here save for these three green uh, faint lights um so just using that faint green light you can look around and see that this chamber you're in is very unnatural um it's submerged it's all underwater uh and it's made of this like ridged obsidian like material with these little nooks and crannies all over the place. Give me a give me a nature check for me. That would be 13. Yeah, this is a this is a nest. Like you have there it, it looks similar to um uh, I mean you know sea creatures and you feel pretty confident that these things are not natural sort of sea creatures like anything you've ever seen before. But this is a this is a nest, and it's huge, but it's like almost totally empty. It's far too large for these these three creatures that seem to reside in it. You also notice two other sort of points of interest in the middle of the room. There's just like sand all over the floor, uh, and there are two kind of like squat, black cage-looking objects, uh, both of which are covering dead blink sharks. Um, the first of which is considerably larger than than the other one and it looks like it's had its like jaw ripped open uh and the other smaller corpse is completely charred uh on one side uh both both of them are lifeless these are these are essentially makeshift graves and the three sharks uh seem to confer for a minute and the one that blinked you swims up and gestures towards you and you hear that weird translation again as this like almost like alien language tries to become like syntax that you can follow and you hear its voice say this one made of colorful sticks did understand me this is very good um I'm yes it is it is good um do you have a name? Do you have a designation? The one that blinked you looks back to the other two, and they kind of shake their head, and they say, that was nonsense garbage words. We understand not them. We are very dangerous animals, but not now to you. Yes? Um, You are not dangerous to me because you, you could have, like, you could have bitten me in half. There, or there, even some other fraction. There is an understanding. Um, why did you bring me here? The blink shark that, that bit you looks back at the other two who nod again, and uh, it turns back and says, 
we have a favor job that uh, you will be doing to escape eating from us. Acknowledgement? Uh, uh, ab- yes. yes. Why is what, this making what? me so happy? Just hearing Griffin say that in such confidence is like triggering my ASMR, I think. <laughs> okay. Worse. What Thank time? you. Can I nope. help do to help nope. you? And there it goes. I like it. It's done now. I think it's great. <laughs> Whatever you would like me to do, I, I just, I need well, to get back that. to my friends. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the worst. Sorry, I'm not here. Oh, uh, right. The the Blink Shark you've been talking to nods and says, oh, oh, yes, yes. You will kill four-armed woman person until her death. <laughs> Agreement? Oh, no. No, no, no. I, I can't do that. No. Um, hmm. Four-armed, what'd you call her? Four-armed woman person. Yes, Ext- that's extremely bad. Well, she's my friend. Mmm. You bring death to many shark lives? <laughs> Me? <laughs> no, I have never not killed ve- Not very a shark. good. Not very good. The other two in a chorus. Not, not very, very good. good. I see. Um, is there any other. She didn't do that to those two sharks, did she? Mm, yes, she did do this to these two sharks. Family, only one's left. Now three. Not very many. There are only three sharks left of your whole race? In this world, yes, three sharks only. Makes sad. I tell sad. you what. Makes sad. If, if uh, I will give her a stern talking to. I'm sure that she doesn't know that you're almost extinct. Mm. Or else, I'm, you know, I'm sure she wouldn't, you know kill any more of you you know it's kind of a nature versus nurture thing I, I, I think she's changed I don't think she no I'm not going to kill my friend now what are you going to do about it mm. huh, fine I just blew up a ship and killed a whole bunch of people I have oh. killed a lot more people than you have so mm. maybe you should be doing me a, a favor thing a gift favor of whatever you said. Job favor. Favor job. Roll a yeah. roll an intimidation check. You intimidating bundle of sticks. Twelve. Uh they they bear rows of teeth that seem to be uh shifting and moving and growing and shrinking, and it is a terrifying sight. Uh, they do not see the despite the sort of chillness of the voices that is being like that are being translated for you you immediately understand that their tone does not necessarily match their uh, their, their demeanor in this moment it's just a sort of trick of the the spell that you have woven sure. yeah. um, they say we can eat you. You travel with forearm woman person on Iron Whale. This is awful thing. Why friend with forearm woman person? Well, she has saved my life on numerous occasions. But with her many arms, she rips sun from sky and boils all the water. Misbehavior. <laughs> are, are we talking about the same person? How many forearm woman person you know? <laughs> the, others, <laughs> the others do get a giggle out of that, and then they go immediately into shark face mode again. Mm. Okay. 
Um, I, we could have a conversation about this. I, I don't think. So that, you're open to it. Excellent. Sorry, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not open to it. All I know is that if Devo was there, he'd be kicking himself for not ever teaching Zooks how to lie. <laughs> All right, let's jump back to the combat. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. 
April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter. In case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Max Fun Drive 2022 starts in just one week. Monday, April 25th. We'll have exclusive Max Fun Drive gifts, awesome episodes, bonus content, and you know what else? You'll just have to tune in. We have some tricks up our sleeve. Sleeves? Tricks? Is it plural? We'll catch you next week. The greatest time to support the podcasts you love. Max Fun Drive starts on Monday, April 25th. Don't miss it. If you're sick of constantly arguing with the people closest to you about topics that really aren't going to change the world, we're here to take that stress off of your shoulders. We take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal. That's right, Hal. If you have a subjective question that you want answered objectively, once and for all time for all of the people of the world questions like who's the best disney villain mac or pc or should you put ketchup on a hot dog that's why we're here yes i get that these are the biggest questions of our time and we're often joined by special guests like nathan fillion orlando jones and paget brewster so let mark and hal take care of it for you on we got this with mark and hal weekly on maximum fun Back to the top of the order. It is Amber. Oh, hell yeah. Um, no, wait. So, what's on. my scene? So, Griffin, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. So, none of the other animals are doing anything? Uh, no. Okay. No, I have I have initiative order with all the animals on it, but they are, uh, they. I mean, they've had a rough go of it. They're cowering in fear. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Aside from the, the serval, who seems to have, you know, is uh, maintaining a perimeter. Got it. Okay. I just want to make sure. To uh, just sort of for spatial help sake, uh, Clyde has been knocked on his tuchus near the door uh, out of here. The Oroch charge sort of through him to get there. Uh, the bull-faced dude is in the middle of the room now sort of threatening the, the animals at the rear uh, of the chamber. Uh, and Devo is, I mean, he's also threatening Devo. He's very close to where Devo is. Now. Is there a fire here? Is there a fire here? Um, Where's the light? The light is, there's artificial lighting outside in the like artificial jungle where you are in. So it's like coming into this room in beams through like the branches and the, the, okay. the sort of twisting mangrove. All right. I guess that makes more sense than an open flame in your indoor pretend jungle. Right. I'm going to really wail on Bull Man. I really hate his guts. I don't know why. I'm going to punch him uh, in the the face repeatedly. Yeah. 
number the punches. There's going to be a lot of punches, right? Because now you have all your. You got yeah, the I got all you got my. I got out. all my biz. You're right. Uh, okay. Let's just start hitting him. Hold on. All right. That's a natural twenty. Oh, Holy yep. shit! Nice. God, that one hurt, huh? Shit. <laughs> all right. Don't go too quick. Uh, okay, so two d six plus uh, three. All right, that's uh, uh, eight. Uh, you used the plus two. I think it's you can use your wisdom modifier also, which is higher, which would be a plus three. Uh, okay, I'm gonna call it nine. Yeah, I mean he he turns back to you as you say shit, and then he you clock him right in the grill, uh, and uh, it it he takes it like a champ. Oh wow! You really you don't mind getting punched? Huh? Well, uh, hold on, I don't want to rush your judgment. Let's see. 10 plus 5, 15. Yeah, that's a hit. That's just one. Plus two, three. Uh, it, again, do you see where it's... Uh, oh, okay, well, four. Okay. Uh, again, you punch him right in the face, and he uh, reels back and then just kind of turns to you, and he actually snorts. You see some, like, steam shoot out of his nostrils through his mask as he just kind of, like, snorts almost Wait, in laughter. that's a mask. How did he do that? Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to do a flurry of blows. Which okay. Which more punches. How many punches? Two more punches. Okay. Ten plus six. Yep, that's a hit. On the first of the two arm punches. Four. Uh, yep. Twenty-five. Wow. Fucking hell. hell. Heck yeah. And then that's a, man, getting bad damage rolls. That's another four. Okay. Wait, uh, four on a max damage? Wasn't that another nat 20? No, no, no. It was no, a 19. It was a 19 plus five. Uh, okay, so eight more damage. Uh, this time, he reels back, and it takes him a while to kind of turn his head back toward you. And he's trying to do it like slow, cool Terminator style, but like this dude's bloodied and not having a very good time of it. All right. Uh, is that... a monk. Is, is that, that what? You- I don't even think you've used your bonus action yet. Yeah, when you the use... bonus action was Flurry of Blows. No, Flurry of Blows, I... Th- it's, you spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Oh, okay. Cool, I didn't see that bottom part. Uh, okay, uh, and that's it. Hey, I have a quick question. Yeah, please. Um, I have the ability to deflect missiles, right? Sure. It says you can use your reaction. Is that How does that work? Like, if- So every turn in every like player turn has four actions. There's the action, which is usually attack or spell. There's bonus action. There's move action and then your reaction, which you actually spend not on your turn. Okay. So on the, on the last turn, when you did an attack of opportunity, that was your reaction. So you couldn't have done that and deflected missiles in the same like round. I feel like I'm learning new things every day. Thank you, Griffin. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, Monk has, uh, Monk's got some like technical like meat to it more than I think any, like most of the classes we've played. So, uh, okay. Uh, next up is that bowl. I think that bowl is going to come at you now. Uh, you see that steam come out again and it is almost like comical, like cartoonish, the steam pouring out of this thing's mask. Uh, it is going to go uh, reckless. He swings his great axe at you, and he has advantage on it, which is good, because that's a critical failure. And the next attack well, it's is... good for him. It's not good yeah, for Josh. 21. Yeah, uh, man, obviously that hits. And that's going to be uh, eight points of slashing damage. 
Uh, one thing about Reckless is at the start of its turn, the Berserker gains advantage on all melee attack rolls during that turn, but attack rolls against it have advantage until the start of his next turn. So oh, nice. he has okay. opened himself up to uh, to be attacked. He's freaking out in this idiot. Uh, and next up is Devo. Um, Devo is going to, as best he can, uh, approach the uh, uh, polar bear. I hope at this point the polar bear's like, this guy attacked guy with harpoon, and the guy with harpoon hit him too. So enemy of my enemy. This guy's my friend, right? Me and the polar bear, uh, cool. Yes, but it is also a wild and wounded animal. Um, I'm going to say, using that logic, I will give you advantage on an animal handling check just to see if he lets you approach without contention. Well, that was a natty one, so? You have advantage. Well, that was a 12. Um, yeah, I mean, he tries to push you away as you get closer, or rather, he, he tries to scramble away, but he is on death's door. Uh, trust me on this, uh, I'm going to help. And I cast Cure Wounds on, ooh, how bad does he look? I mean, he, I, he, you don't know the polar bear's HP, I guess I do. Well, he has white fur, how pink is he? A pretty pink dog. Got it. Okay. I'm going to cast it on third level. Whoa, geez. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Uh, That's going to be in. 18 total. Okay. You have stabilized this polar bear. Uh, and so let's see. That's my move. Oh, and to continue my move a little bit. I'm then going to kind of scooch behind big polar bear boy I just stabilized. <laughs> or polar bear person. I don't know. The gender I'm going to say... Uh, it's not a person. I mean, it, is a pol- it is a polar bear. A polar bear. Uh, you, uh, you're going to take an attack of opportunity from the bull if you do that. He is in berserker mode, and if you try to like disengage to that level, he is going to... He's going to take... Okay, maybe I'm just going to hunker down closer to the to the bear. That, like, all right. Now okay. you see I'm cool, my dude. And... Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Next up in the order is Clyde. Uh, who is going to uh, stand up? Uh, oh, you know what? Time. Just for fun, I'm going to change yeah. my glamour weave to look like uh, like polar bear fur. fur. So it's like sure. now we're packed. We're very like, cool camouflage. I'm not trying to blend oh, no. in. I'm okay. I'm connecting with the polar bear of like, see what's happening here. So we're cool, right? Uh, okay. Uh, so Clyde's turn. He is going to stand up as his move action. Uh, and he is going to uh, reload and fire his envenomed crossbow. The first bolt he is going to launch at the Orok that just charged into him. Uh, that is, yeah, that's a hit, and just going to nail that that beast for six points of damage. Uh, and. Uh, he looks kind of woozy, the Orok does. The Orok is now kind of like uh, drifting back and forth uh, as it is uh, envenomed. The other shot is going to come at you, Amber. Uh, that's going to be uh, 16 versus AC. Yep, that hits. Uh, you are going to take... But wait! Ah! Not so quickly! <laughs> because I... You see, Griffin, in Dungeons and Dragons, there are four different kinds of actions. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, so I'm going to try to uh, deflect missiles. 
Okay, it, it ended up being a fif- 15 damage, right? And you get to roll a 1d10 plus 7 uh, to reduce that. You got to spend a key point to pull this off, uh, right? No, uh, I guess you just I have do to spend it. the key point to throw it back at you. Okay, but that's only if you reduce the damage to zero. So if you roll an eight or more, you catch it, which would be really cool. It would be awesome. It would be really cool. It's a four. Uh, five, sorry, four plus seven, 11. So I reduce it by 11 points. You, you do also still have Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. Oh, all right. What's that, 1d6? 1d8. 1d8. What do I need? Uh, three or more. Four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, you catch the uh, Invenom crossbow bolt out of the air. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna, I am going to go ahead and use that key point to chuck it right back at his dumbass. Okay. Uh, does it give you? Uh, let's see. Just a ranged attack with a monk weapon. I don't think I have any. Equipped. Oh, no, no. It's right here in my thing. You have a dart. 20. A natural 20. You are fucking kidding me. Yes. It's a natural 20. This is the coolest thing she's ever done. Then you see a bolt launch out. uh, Not a bolt. A big fucking harpoon launch out and embed itself into the Auroch. And after seeing that, you just see in a flash, he turns that big ass uh, crossbow back towards you and launches out and you catch it right in front of your face. Do you want it to, do you, what happens next? I feel like she catches it in front of her face and she just flicks her wrist and flicks the end around and with very little pomp or circumstance just chucks it right back at him. Uh, okay, roll damage. Oh, it's nat 20, so it's gonna be double, double dice damage. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, t- t- 12 points. Uh, okay. Plus Venom. I mean, that's that 2d6 was, it goes through his chest. What? And he looks, he looks down at the, the stick that is poking out of the front of him, and he looks buck, back up at you and has a moment of calm where he looks at the polar bear, and he kind of like, hmm, and then falls down to his knees and then drapes over dead. Uh, that's one. That's one. Uh, next in the order is the Auroch. The Auroch is just going to try and like uh, get back into the hutch and is like almost like absent-mindedly walking toward the other Auroch and is going to take an attack of opportunity from the uh, the bull. But the bull is like so pissed off that oh wait no the bull still has advantage on all of its attack rolls no it misses so both attacks. So who's dead? The Clyde. Clyde. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the the uh, the bull uh, sort of drunkenly uh, tramples back into the room and makes it over to its its partner, and then uh, it sort of just drops down to its knees and kind of like rests its head on them, uh, and they don't appear to be dying, but they are like knocked out from the the poison. Let's hop back over to you, Zooks. You've been, what is your angle for this conversation where you are trying to convince them that you shouldn't kill your your forearmed friend? Zooks is going to make them an offer. Whether it's legit or not will probably depend on the kindness of the uh, dungeon master. 
<clears throat> oh, a good place to be. And Zooks communicates uh, to um, whatever this Blink Shark's name is. Blinky. And says, that, what if I were to offer you a way to make up for those two deaths that you claim my friend is responsible for? What if I were to make up for that and more? Would you release this vendetta and maybe even take me to her? The one shark that has been sort of the taking point here looks confused when you say the word vendetta. And it, sh- it shakes its head. And you hear that, that translated voice say, is not vendetta. Is not vendetta. We try to um, save our world from boiling. Uh, and doing that means killing four armed woman person before she kills our whole world. Is not revenge. Is not revenge. Has not happened yet. Well, maybe I can replenish that world and then have a conversation with her to make her promise to never boil an ocean again. What do you think? World not need replenishing. World still alive. Is confusing. You're down to you're down to three entities. You're down to three shards. Mm, we are heroes and sacrifices. Um, we will stop much dying, but will not be not dead to swim in it. Um, they seem to think about what you said about replenishing, though, and the one swims back to the other two, and they confer for a while, and then it swims back to you and says, you know other stick people like you, but empty? Not like you. The stick people like you, but not like you is empty. You know them? Yes. I know some, but I, I'm, I'm... Oh, you mean... Yes. I do know of is, some. Is they there, aren't born yet, but they're coming. It is not born yet. It's not color? Empty. Empty of color, stick people? <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm in that that movie where they had to interpret all the alien signs. Um, I think it's called Signs. Mar- Mars Attacks. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> no, sorry, Mars and Swamps. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> They say, empty stick people like you, not like you, they bring terrible four-armed woman person to our home and hang her in sky like big star. And let's see, you know, we say sea boils, all death. You stop empty stick people, four-armed woman person, no come to home. All good. I, I will keep her from doing whatever it is you think she's going to do. I'm I'm guessing and I will I will convince her. No, I will tell you what. I will promise you that she will oh. not do what you say she will. I will I make you a solemn promise. What is uh promise? I will make I will we will make an exchange. I will show my goodwill that I will keep this um, bargain between us. You will 
kill empty stick people like you not like you or you will kill forearm woman person who rides with you on iron whale or we will do both those are options agreement so i have to pick one of those other option we eat you hurt mouth on sticks not good not very good and then eat forearm woman person maybe eat empty stick people like you not like you not ideal stick people very sharp if I kill the white stick people. Yes. Excellent. Acknowledge If I do that, if I do that, we're good. We're cool. Right? Mm, we still die as noble sacrifices, but world safe. So very good. But that does not involve hurting forearm woman person. If, if empty stick people like you, not like you, aren't dead are dead and cannot hang her in style like Scar to start a boil seas. That, that, that solves everything. Everything is great. So we have an accord. Agreement. I will keep the white stick people from hanging four-armed woman person in sky to boil off sea. Like Star and use violence to do it and make them stop being alive. Yes. So are one of you a notary? <laughs> By any chance, what it's is actually under the water? So it's a floatery. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, what is uh, notary? Floatery. What is floatery? D- d- doesn't matter. No, dad. No, no, dad. No, no problem. Explain it to the shark. Explain notary public, please, to, uh, dad. I will. I, I gotta will. say, dad, as a as a notary public myself, uh, I, I, you need to treat it with a little more serious. I will. Not really I, I have a very, I have a solution. I paid twenty five dollars. So we're under the sea, right? We're under the sea, correct? Yeah. Okay. No, a, a floatery uses a seal. You know what a seal is? Uh-huh. Delicious. Yes, a delicious <laughs> seal. So a seal on the lips. Is, a, a seal on the lips is more shark on the hips. You know that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, It floats forward and nods, and the other two look just as excited as this one did when you start communicating with it. Uh, You get the impression you're probably the first thing these guys have communicated with since since they set off on whatever mission this is that they are on. Uh, And the one floats forward and says, I bite you now, gentle, for moving. (laughs) Acknowledgement? Man, I've said that to so many people. Yeah, but... Do it in a different place because you kind of, you got a little... Uh, it chomps down right on your torso. Gotta, and, <laughs> and That's it. That's, with, the, that's the spot. And with a loud pop, you are suddenly back in the cargo bay. Uh, only it is, it is drained out. Uh, and you see a very harried uh, looking urchin working on the pumps. Oh my boy. And he looks over at you like, uh, What the fuck, man? And the blink shark is also like, what fuck? We're water. And then it blinks and is gone. And you are standing in the uh, the cargo bay with Urchin. Where'd you go, dude? Uh, uh, great big uh, blink shark nest. That's an, uh, not important. I'll tell you all about it, um, you know, when we have our, uh, you know, you know that meeting we have afterwards where we all get together and yeah, anyway, I, we, I, I hold on a second and I. Use the shell phone to call um, Devo. Okay. Hello, you're Devo. 
Hey. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's been nuts here. Oh, um, here too. Yes. The cargo bay is clear. Can you get here? Um, well, everything is uh, tilting here and flooding here, so you might have to come to us. Okay. And I know where that is because I tracked animals. Yes, I know. Okay. I, I tell you what. Uh, it. Leave it to Urchin and me. Oh, you have Urchin with you? Yeah, but I'm still thinking that we might be able to pull it off. Oh, no. Tell him yeah, I'm not here. Yeah, no, here. hang up. Say hi. Just hang say up, hi. Hang hey, up. Hang up. Here. And I hand the shell phone to, to Urchin. Hi, <laughs> Devo. What? What? Uh, he looks down. He said, I dropped the shell phone. I can't do nothing right. As you all are doing this really cute little scene, uh, a sprite floats up through the moon pool, and it seems to be towing like a small chest that it uh, floats over towards you, and then it lowers down on the floor and releases it. Uh, and it, it kind of like topples over, and you see uh, Amber's belongings uh, fall out of it. Uh, and the sprite whistles at you a couple times, and then it floats back down in the moon pool and is gone. I feel so objectified by that sprite whistling at me. I don't think- yeah, it's, it whistles at you like, oh, daddy, it nice. said it out loud. Hey. So is it just Amber's belongings? It is. Everybody else left you. You, you all left your stuff on the ship. Amber was- right. uh, okay. They took all of Amber's when uh, she right. was got taken to the jungle. Okay, urchin. Yeah, we have got to be the big heroes. Oh yeah, we have got to save everybody else. Let I'm heading to the bridge. You stand by for action. Absolutely. What am I like, co-captain, lieutenant? Uh, uh, how about vice assistant corporal, vice assistant captain pro tem? Okay. Does that come with a salary bump or benefits? It'll almost double what we pay you now. Oh, boy. So Because I love the working man. Right. I believe in the working urchin. Okay. And so, Zooks runs up to the bridge. I'm just going to double the readiness penalty that urchin... Uh, no. Sort of... No. You can't commit us to dad's weird ramblings. <laughs> I am going to bump it up from three to four, though, because he is going to start eating more food. That's fair. All right. Okay, uh, you you make it up to the bridge. Uh, I mean, you're floating in front of a like half melted debris field with like corroded metal and like uh, you know rebar and other sort of structural shit and sparks just like flying out of it uh, right in front of you. But also, that is where that is the direction the animals are in. So I. Uh I move through. I start moving towards where the signal is. Okay. And I keep moving through. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, I like that. Dodging the big stuff. Oh, yeah. But if it's free floating, how much damage could it do? That's true. I mean, does is does Zooks... I don't know how Zooks would work that math out. Uh, I will say, if you look... Zooks spends his life swimming that's through fair, the That's fair, that's fair. I will say, uh, you saw the Coriolis from the outside. It's a little bit beat up, which if you look at the character sheet for the Coriolis, it's it's at about half hull right now. Um, but also, 
the Coriolis is a big ship that you all picked for its bigness. So it is, uh, you know, it's a tough, a tough old gal. And don't we have a repair sprite? No. That was on the Dreams of Deborah, which you famously exploded yep. mere well, episodes I'm... ago. All right, so he just starts moving through the water, starts moving through the debris, trying to find his friends. Uh, you see that sprite again uh, floating in front of you, and it seems to be kind of like illuminating the way, and you follow it for a while through the wreckage, and then it comes to... Uh, a big sealed door in a chamber that, like, you did not see before the ship half exploded, uh, and it starts to pulsate. We're going to jump back over into the fight. And Amber, uh, you have Clyde is dead. Uh, the barbarian is in the middle of the room, still sort of in its berserk mode. The bull is knocked out with its other, or the um, auroch is knocked out with the other auroch, uh, and the polar bear is back in Back and healthy. Uh, I'm going to take advantage of the bull's frustration okay. and uh, punch. Stop me if you've heard this one. Punch it in the head. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll with advantage. 11. Uh, neither of those, actually. All right. Here comes the second attack. Okay. And 19 plus 5. Yes. That one hits. That one does hit. All right, that's seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, this punch makes him stumble back uh, quite a bit, uh, and uh, it takes him a minute to kind of come back to his senses, and he tries to shake it off, uh, but he is he is slowing down a little bit. Uh, is that it? Let me check my key. Yeah, I'm going to hold off. Okay. I think, I think yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I'm gonna drop that flurry of blows. Yeah. Okay. That's that will be four more attack rolls. Uh, for yeah, because you start advantage. These, okay? Yeah. Seventeen plus five. Yes. Twenty-two. So the first one hits, and then this twenty-one. Yeah. So that's the first okay. one hits. Well, no, I knew that hit. So that was the first roll of the second attack. When you roll advantage. You rolled the dice two times. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. There, sixteen. Yeah, that also hits. Or actually 22. Yeah, good. Two good two good ones. Two good ones. Let's see that damage. Uh, eight. Wow, two eights. God, I'm yes. mighty. Feels good. Feels good. 16 points of damage. God, I'm so mad at this dude. I punched him the hardest I've ever punched anybody twice. Oof. Yeah, he is looking very, very rough. He takes a moment to stand up, and uh, it looks like he's... He takes a big, deep breath like he's about to start monologuing. And then you hear... And a uh, polar bear crashes into him with uh, with its claws. I guess its claws are always bared. Yeah. But this time it's uh, B-E-A-R-E-D. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Uh, and that's going to do 12 points of uh, damage against him. He goes down on his knees... Uh, but he is still stand. Well, he's not standing. <laughs> he is not quite dead, uh, and he's gonna take one last desperate. He's, he loses his rage. He's gonna take one last swing uh, at the auroch, uh, his his quarry. He buries his axe in the auroch uh, in its hind leg, uh, and you hear it cry out. 
uh, and the other Orok starts to stand to its feet and looks quite pissed off. Um, Devo, it is your turn. Um, so he's down on his knees. Is that still true? Yeah. Uh, Devo is going to uh, approach him. Um, eyes glowing blue. Uh, and uh, he is going to begin to whisper. Uh, but first he says, so you think you're a big man, huh? With your axe and your mask and you attack these animals. Even now, they stand over there doing nothing and you attack. I'll show you what it's like to be a defenseless creature and be attacked. And I'm going to hit him with Dissonant Whispers, uh, level two. Ooh. <laughs> uh, which is 4d6 damage. Yeah, uh, He makes a wisdom Ooh, saving throw. Man, I miss magic. Yeah. It's so cool. You just do it. And I was always, always upset. It. He's going to make a wisdom saving throw, yes. 11? No. Uh, so okay. he gets hit by 15 points of damage. He grabs his mask, uh, like, around his horns and starts to just kind of tremble. Uh, and he falls down face first in the mud and is like trembling in fear. And you see bubbles kind of uh, popping up as he gasps for breath face down in the mud. And then the bubbles stop and he is still because he died. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and you all are He's still standing. Yeah. <laughs> He's still standing. <laughs> That's the amazing a thing. Proud, a proud warrior. Though he may lie on the ground in his in heart. Water. He still stands. He still stands. Yeah. Uh, it's quiet for a minute as the animals kind of like rise to their feet. Uh, you all are out of initiative now. One of the Orocs starts like licking the other one's wound. It seems like that one got like a bump of adrenaline from being attacked, so he is starting to get back to his feet. Uh, and the animals start to surround the two of you, and it's there's it's a beautiful little circle of life, um, and then the ship groans, and in the distance you all see from one angle uh, what Zooks sees from another angle, which is that sprite blinks faster and faster, and then it goes off like thermite and just dissolves the wall in front of you, and you see the jungle now, uh, which starts to very quickly fill up with water. Um, and you two can see, like, sort of looking down the slope of the jungle, the Coriolis just sort of bob up and down in, in the water. Oh. Let's... Okay, time... Let's go. Time to boogie. We gotta get these animals on the ship. Yes, I agree. Come on. Um, That, that like... They're like, we, there's no way we could get the technology they use to shrink them, right? That's like not available to us. Uh, hmm. You know, that's an interesting concept because they would have, I'm going to say, yeah. Like if they have that technology, it would be wild for them to send you to get these animals without giving you that technology, yeah. right? For them to but be maybe like, hey, you like bring Pokemon. that polar bear back with you, right? Yeah, maybe it is Pokemon rules, though, where they have to be willing to get into them in order for them to work. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you you definitely have the the containment orbs. They probably sent you, like, one for each pair of animals. So Now, yeah. here's uh, this is also, I'm so proud of myself, Griffin, something we yeah. never do. I also am going to real quick, just a real quick search of Clyde and the Bull. 
Just to like see if there's any like cool shit or like lux. You know why we never do this? Because it's not narratively fun for Griffin to be like, <laughs> he's got eight dollars and a photo know, of his dog. But I'm still five lux in debt. <laughs> I need some shit to sell. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. The great axe is there, right? Mm-hmm. Bull had it. Uh the mask seems to be like super glued to his face. You you can't seem That's to find okay. any way to, to get it off. Um but the great axe you could definitely grab uh it is a stupid weapon like it is so heavy and imbalanced like it is uh this was a weapon that a rich asshole saw and was like that's a cool axe i'm gonna use that to slaughter cattle and feel like a real big man but like it's not actually a very effective weapon yeah it is fancy enough though so you can throw that in your inventory and try and hawk that later what about Uh, that harpoon gun the harpoon gun uh yeah you could grab that harpoon gun too. It is a big you you can't really uh quite assess it, but it is just as fancy as the great axe is and seem to be capable of uh, you know, of of some quick shots. What about so, any uh, wrist watches or uh Yeah, one of them has links? on like weirdly a bunch of uh it, there's some emerald earrings and a big <laughs> golden potion. No, it's I didn't expect that. It's really just those two things. Okay, uh, I grab those. The uh, uh, Clyde had a jerkin on, but now it's got a big hole in it. I like jerkin it. on. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, would you say now there's a hole in it? He's got a jerkin off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. the door was open, and he stepped through. I wish it wasn't. Right. Uh, okay, you all gather up the animals inside of their containment units and loot these uh, corpses. Uh, the ship is starting to tilt pretty quick now. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so you run. have a pretty s- steep and getting steeper run toward the Coriolis. All right, let's go, let's go. 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 Um, make an athletics check, both of you. 11 for me. Uh, seven plus two, a nine for me. Okay. I don't know. Did, you sh- did they shrink all the animals? They did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you you stumble and fall uh, trying to just like navigate this jungle. First of all, the terrain has like uh, started to just kind of slough away. Uh, it's also very muddy and wet in here. Uh, this jungle was not meant to exist at a sort of forty five degree what jungle angle. Is? And it is uh, it is getting much much steeper to the point where you kind of have to hold on so that you don't fall down the jungle toward the water below. Uh, it's not quite 90 degrees yet, but, uh, because the terrain was just a little bit too difficult, you guys are still a good hundred feet away from the Coriolis, uh, when you, when you lose Wait, your Wait, is the Coriolis above us or below us? Below you. The water is rising. Imagine the Titanic sinking. Yeah. Right? And you all are sort of on that top level, uh, and this, this chamber is filling up with water very, very quickly, and the ship is tilting oh. very quickly. <gasps> oh, you can shell phone him. I got okay. something. Oh, I've got something. Stone, what are you doing? Zooks can see him, right? Sure, yeah. And they're just kind of hanging on, and they've got all those animals? Uh, yeah. He uses the blink bay. Okay. To bring him on board the ship. Uh, the blink bay can only recall things that have blinked, but you can try and blink out to them. And and grab them. Ah, uh, full blown nightcrawler. I would let you. I would let you roll for. I would let you roll for that. Blink. Okay, so like blink, so that I'm hovering in midair and grab them in the air, and then blink back with them. 
Yeah, let's go for it. Big All right. Roll, I bet. What do I roll? roll. Uh, okay, let me think. Here's how we're going to do this. You are aiming yourself uh, to toward the distance. So I'm going to let you just roll your crossbow uh, attack. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you your target. I want you to hit... Uh, if you hit a 17, you will hit exactly where they are and have no further complications. <laughs> so uh, I love this game. Yeah, roll your d20 plus eight. That's if it goes good. That's best case yeah, scenario. Yeah. You don't have I'm another bardic inspiration on you, do you? <laughs> I, you can't hear me from there. Yeah, not from that distance. You okay. got it, though. Here we go. Would, so it wouldn't work over the shell phone? Okay. Oh, Lord, here we go. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. Now. <laughs> That's a three plus eight, which is short of the goal. Or rather, you know what it is? It's quite far of the goal. You go way past them, and now you are free-falling uh, back down toward the Coriolis. Uh, Devo and, and uh, Amber, you see now, you see Zooks just suddenly beam up and appear like, 30 feet above you and then start plummeting back downward. What do you do? Reach out to catch him? Wait, what's he do? So what am I seeing? You see Zooks in free fall, uh, falling toward you all, just off the floor of the jungle now, falling downward back toward the Coriolis. This whole fuck, room fuck, is- Fuck, 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 fuck. All right, Amber reaches into her bag, drops the Oroch out of its ball and chucks the ball at Zooks. <laughs> The Oroch will fall? I, I mean, we're on steady ground. I mean, we're standing on something. I mean, you guys are like holding on to tree branches and shit to avoid. This room is at a 90 degree angle now. It is facing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, we should that catch was my him. idea. Griffin said it wasn't cool enough, so we got. No, I said it. Different. No, if, okay. If you can tell me how to let a bowl <laughs> out of a uh, out of a uh, pokeball uh, and so not that just way immediately when plummet to the its ground. Death. Do I have any extras? Mm. They certainly would have given me an extra, right? You know what? <laughs> yes, because they gave you enough to bring back all the animals, and all the animals are not. All right, I'm going to chuck my extra Pokeball with a bit of fishing line tied to it. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, before Amber throws, just Diva's like, please do not miss. And that's my last part of inspiration. Very inspiring. I did say please. Yeah, yeah, okay. Make a range attack roll at Zooks. I'm not gonna give you anything special for this. You gotta fucking hit him. Let me do my deflect missiles attack, I you guess. You have a dart. I just don't have it equipped. Um, well, click the button, a range click the button in your inventory. This is a real momentum killer. To click one button? I have to click two to go to the tab. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Yes, okay. You gotta hit his AC, too. What? Yeah. Why? He's willing. Uh, just to hit his body with this Pokeball you're throwing at him. This, as he's falling. Yeah, so it's kind of, you just have to roll a nine or more. It's uh, 13. 13. What's your AC, Zooks? Can you confirm that for me? 14. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 my bardic inspiration. Right? Yeah. Yes. So just don't okay. roll as you have to roll a one or more. Is yes. it D8? Uh, yes. Just don't roll a zero. 
I know you were joking. No. Is there a zero? Five. Yeah. All right. Okay, good. The Pokeball <sighs> hits Zooks in midair. Uh, Zooks, are you willing to get in the Pokeball? I think, how does Oblivious? Yeah, yeah okay, that's Stack fair. Up. Yeah, that's neutral enough. Uh, yeah. Then you see a flash of light, and Zooks, all of a sudden, you're standing in, uh, let me think. The rhinos are the ones that went extinct, sadly. So you're in a sort of savanna uh, type situation all of a sudden. And uh, you are, you're like in there, like, what the fuck's going on? And then you're immediately kind of just like thrown all around as uh, this Pokeball in the fishing line, like, then sort of swings downward and bonks into uh, the jungle floor. And Devo and Amber, you see it shake once and then twice and then three times. Yes. And then it clicks and stands still. As Satisfying you have caught, as hell. Caught a wild Zooks. Uh, okay, you got. And she catches it in the air and she said, yep. Gotta catch all of them in <laughs> uh, balls. Okay, at this point, the water, I think, has risen to the point where you could just, like, jump jump down toward the ship if you... Um, uh, I just simply, boop, and I step onto it, uh, and, and I'm then I walk into the ship. Yeah, it rises to me, yeah. <laughs> essentially, is what happens. And uh, you, Urchin actually opens up the top hatch, and he's like, Well, Zerks. Because he vanished again. He's been doing that a lot today. Oh, uh, he's in that ball. Don't worry. It's fine, I guess. Can I keep him? No. I will feed him. Okay. I will feed him and take him on walkies for pieces. You promise? Because I do not want to be responsible for this. I'll hey, come on, guys. Oh, we should go to uh, before this whole place falls over and explodes. Oh, right, yes. right, 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 right. Yeah. Smash cut to the Coriolis just like blasting out of the glass dome ceiling of the jungle as the rest of the facility. Diva has his uh, arm around the under. polar bear. The polar bear has his arm around Diva, and they're both just laughing and having a Coca Cola. Laughing, having a great time. Uh, actually, you all are immediately intercepted by oh, right. the biggest baby, who you did call for reinforcement as it shows up a little bit too late to be useful. And they they bring you in with their with their tractor beam, so to speak, uh, into the loading bay. And as you all sort of raise up into uh, the the docking bay here, a fleet of engineers uh, rush to get to work on repairs for the Coriolis. Um, and there is a knock at the door, and you hear Kodira, and she says, uh, "Permission to come aboard." Uh, yeah, come on in. Okay. Uh, we let you, we let let you out of the ball, ball. though. Okay. Uh, okay, she comes aboard the Coriolis uh, alongside the curator. Uh, and uh, he immediately, like, sees the orbs and starts looking at them just to, like, do an inventory. Uh, and you see him looking down at you, Zooks, in- inside of your orb. And he's like, I do not remember this. Oh, do you want out? Yes, please. Okay, he pops open the thing and lets you out. And he says, so the, rhin- the rhinos did not... Oh, dear. Um, okay. They, if it, if it makes any difference, uh, they were dead before they got there. I saw them mounted in uh, one of the rooms. It was it was too late oh. for them. But there is good news. The serval is pregnant. Oh, that is delightful. Okay. Thank you, thank you all so much. I, your your payment, you will receive it promptly. Um, excellent, excellent work. You have no reason uh, to listen to me, and I totally understand this. But uh, if I may, just a suggestion: 
you may want to consider allowing the animals from time to time to have some uh, a chance to stretch their legs or uh, you know to get out of the balls. Uh, bigger, bigger balls. I understand. No, yes. no, no. Like uh, let them Much out. Uh, Super have, big. If it helps at all, you could have showings uh, where the children of of uh, Founders Week could see and play with the polar bears. Yes, this is an excellent idea with no flaws whatsoever. No, I just... will. I will research a more ethical solution. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and he scoops them all up and leaves. Uh, and the whole time, like Kodira has been like debriefing. Uh, she says, um, "So there was a what happened?" Uh, so what I know, and fill in the blanks, please, uh, Amber and Zooks. But uh, Aloysius Supreme. Uh, was part of a group called Crescendo, uh, and he uh, f- helped them set up something where they stole the animals and then people were hunting them so that they could feel the thrill of snuffing out the last of uh, an animal. It was pretty shitty. There was a dude there named Tolliver. Uh, I don't know if that's his real name. Uh, who was the auctioneer that we dealt with before. Uh, he fucking sucked. Hey, Amber, roll a... Um... Roll a history check. All right. 22. That name rings a bell for you because you have only known one Tolliver in your in your long life. It's a name you have not heard in a long time, but it hits you all of a sudden that the only Tolliver you've ever known, the only person that ever had that name was Declan Cern's little boy. And as you realize that, the biggest baby shakes and rumbles and all of the all of the chaperones, including Kodira, you see these this single red eye illuminate on on their foreheads the sort of sign of coda's uh influence and she looks pretty freaked out when that happens and a chaperone runs up and whispers something to her and she gasps and she looks at you devo and she is lost for words for a second and she says we we need to go home right now i I'm uh, Devo. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. The hand of guidance is dead. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.